The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I am one of the hosts, Slowdown. With me, as always, is F. U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? What's up, you lycanthropic <laughs> bitches? Victorian era motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know, bloodthirsty brutes. Brutes. <laughs> <laughs> you unclean animal. Well, trying to. I want to try something like Anthony Hopkins, but I don't think I can. I can pull it off, dude. Have you been following his Instagram? During the pandemic, the, no. the man is amazing. He just posts. He posts like I, random shit. I figured shit. out Anthony Hopkins gives two fucks, dude. He's he like, does. He won my Oscar. I was like, he's been knighted. He's got an Oscar. He's like, I give a fuck, man. Did you get the Oscar for Hamlet. What's that? Which, I mean, one of the which Silence one of the lands. which one of the amazing roles? Well, he just got a second Oscar that was kind of controversial, but uh, whatever that movie was that came out last year, because remember. There was a certain actor that passed away that everybody thought was going to get that best actor mm. nod, and it came to Anthony Hopkins. People were like, "He did a good job." We all thought it was going to go to yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, he's got two Oscars, maybe, maybe more. But I know, I know, he got it for Sons of Lambs. So. Yeah, he was just posting stuff like him just making random noises with weird faces, and just he gave like zero shits. Yeah, it's awesome. He's at that age, man. He's probably fucking doing acid and all that shit. He's like, "Fuck it, I can do whatever I want now." <laughs> so uh so tonight on Killer or Filler, we're gonna be talking about the nineteen forty one film Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking Cinema. Yes. Hey, all uh, it it really was. Uh The Wolfman versus the twenty ten remake in the sorry sad attempt of the Dark Universal. What was that called? Universal, Universal Dark. Universal Dark, yeah. What the fuck ever it was? They were like, re- we wanna Wolfman have our movie. own Avengers and yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the 2010 film, The Wolfman, starring Benny Toro and Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yes. Uh, we can dig right into the original one. I mean, I would hope anyone listening to a horror podcast has seen pretty much all the original it's Universal Monster of, movies. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, part of the, Wolfman's part of the building block of horror. that whole thing. I've got Just the horror. Whole, I own the entire set. Yeah. Frankenstein, Dracula. Mummy, you know. Creature Black Lagoon, The House of Dracula, The House of Frankenstein, The Son of Dracula, The Wives of Dracula, The Bride of Frankenstein, The House of Frankenstein. I mean... It, it's all but of there them. Were specific Invisible act- Man. Fucking- but there were specific actors that Universal went to for these movies. Don Chaney being the... Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney, Junior. sorry. Yeah, Lon Chaney Jr. Because his daddy is known for Family Opera. But uh, yeah. What was it, Werewolves in London? Yeah. Like, he was known for being an amazing actor, putting himself through pain with his prosthetics. Like, there was shit he would put in his mouth. My, for his, you know, my opinion, Lon Chaney Jr. got the role because they're like... You have the saddest face of anybody we've ever seen. That was just a booze. Uh, but but throughout the, booze. the movie, he looks sad all the time. He's supposed to be a tormented soul. I understand. So he's always drunk. But his face, he just has sad face. And he's like, always even tor- when yeah, he's sad like, face. He's just like, like, when he's looking through the telescope, he still is like, yay. And you're like, oh, it's sort of a smile. But most of the time, he's fucking sad as shit. True. Yeah. 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 He's a bit of a creep in the original but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's pervious shit. Yeah. He was. But he was also it was it was like 
I feel like everything about that movie just literally fit the, fit a pro, was a product of the time period that it was made in. Oh yeah, like it was. You like, mean where he's wearing a wife beater and his transformation, and then you have to believe that after he turned into the Wolfman, he's like, you know what? I need to put a full shirt, shirt on. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, like don't don't think about that too much. Like, oh, it's a little chilly. I know I'm covered in fur now, but <laughs> let me put this full length shirt on over the wife beater that I just transformed from. Well, I gotta say, man, the special effects. For the time, or awesome, yeah. Like I mean, they just basically took a multitude of shots of him in different stages of makeup to do the transformation scene, and they like they actually had different levels of uh, teeth. Yeah, they prosthetic teeth they put in. Wolfman doesn't look sad, so they really did a good job of hiding the sad face. Yes, they did. They did. They did. (laughs) But he had a badass pompadour. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Rocking that shit out. But not not as good as uh, Michael Landon, and I was a teenage werewolf. That is that pompadour was killer, dude. Wolfman was fucking styling and profiling, dude. But um, yeah, I mean, for the time period, it was revolu- It was the only film that had actually done like a transition scene. Yeah. Out of the OG, you know. Um, also, it followed suit with the other films, except for Frankenstein. Apparently, for some reason, they don't mind showing a kid getting murdered. But yeah, they did all the murders off screen. You know, you saw it through shadow. Yeah, you just like you see them kind of. Cool, cool, pounce, pounce on somebody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then camera sways away, and you know we all know what fucking happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's come on, the time period they're not going to show no, what could happen. No. Yeah, no. But there is. You're right. Lon Chaney Jr. was definitely a sad bastard, and that <laughs> followed through all of them. Though, like there was what was I think it was the House of, I think it was the House of Frankenstein, or was Wolfman meets Frankenstein because that's the one where they fought at the end. It was one of those two where when he shows up, he's just like belligerent and like. Fucking losing his shit, <laughs> just like throwing shit. And I was like, I know. So I know Lon Chaney Jr. in life was an alcoholic. So I feel like he didn't have to act that part. Yeah. I feel like he was just he You're just like, showed up to right, work. Yeah, right, give him give him some of the drink and then roll. There you go. <laughs> um, not making fun of alcoholism. I'm just saying it's Google it. It's known that he had a drinking problem. It's like it's known that Bela Lugosi had a morphine problem. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a known thing. The OG Wolfman, I mean, it's a staple. It's my favorite. It's my favorite monster movie film. He's my favorite monster. Yeah. So I have, like, a very strong bias towards the original Wolfman. (laughs) I don't know what it was. I think it was actually, no, The Creature from the Black Lagoon or The the Invisible Man were my last ones I saw. I was going to say, of the Wolfman, I think, you know, Frankenstein, kind of creepy looking, Dracula, you know. But, like, Wolfman, like, it was so vicious like as a kid, I remember like they had these books that would like break down, and it was just about the Universal monsters. And I remember looking at the Wolfman one, and like that, just he was coming out of the page before he even watched the movie, mm-hmm. and like he looked like yeah, he's gonna fucking murder the shit out of you. Not in a nice way. Yeah, not in no. a nice way. Not at all. And so I had seen, I, like, I, I know I had seen Frankenstein, the Mummy, and honestly, out of the original uh, five, because Invisible Man wasn't really part of the OG five. Um, and really, Creature Black Lagoon isn't considered part of the original. I mean, it's really kind of the OG four. The creature kind of, and Invisible Man kind of came. It is, but he gets you know, thrown right in there. Because so. I mean, they're great, great films. Yeah, I love those films too. Invisible Man are probably, is probably my least favorite of the original ones, but I still think they're more fun well, than Invisible the Mummy Man's movies. Not... The Mummy movies, dude. I, oh God. But Invisible Man's not really scary. That's the no, whole thing. It's, it's more like, comedic. Yeah, like oh, you can't see me. I'm gonna yeah. fucking with you know, like yeah, it's more comedic, but like. Uh, the Mummy was probably the most boring, I gotta say. I was not not a big fan. Oh, and out of all the monsters, the, the Wolfman was the only one to be played by the same person. That's true. Because Frankenstein, like, like Bela Lugosi played Frankenstein in one. Uh, Dracula. 
Uh, we'll go see, and then no, but yeah, but he Boris played. Karloff played. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, Bela Gosi played Frankenstein in I think it was Wolfman Meets Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Um, so like they they kind of changed around, and like someone else played Dracula, and shit. Lon Chaney played the son of Dracula, Count Alucard in Son of Dracula. But as far as for Wolfman goes in the original Universal Monster releases, Lon Chaney Jr. is the only one to play the Wolfman. So that was that's I yeah. mean that's saying something too, like. You know, he even played him in that man Costello. That's right. That he was did. still Lon Chaney Jr. So I got to that work out. You know, you know what you don't have anymore, by the way, <laughs> is comedy acts mixed in with monster movies anymore. But back in the day, that's that a great was, run, dude. That was the thing that you did. Is I that have you're all like, those. There are great runs. Yeah. Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein. Abbott Costello meet Drac, and they're hilarious. I'm just saying, you don't have like Will Ferrell and fucking uh, John C. Riley like meets you know fucking like Jigsaw or some shit. You, you know what? See, that would uh, actually they they were the perfect two, and do it with modern day heart. That would be perfect. Dude, sp- we did it again, man. Spinning gold, again. baby. Yep. Spinning gold. All right, I'll reach okay. out to Will Ferrell's agent. Yeah, I mean, so. seriously, come on. That is. What, that you, is... what else is he doing with his career right now? I'm just saying, those two <laughs> might like let's do this shit. All right. Yeah, that would be fucking perfect. Damn. All right, let's let's set that up. Oh man, we just ah, that's a, that's such a good idea. But yeah, uh, so just nineteen forty one Wolfman. It's an amazing film. There's, I don't really know what else to say about it. The, the story, I mean, as as the, all the original ones were, it's basic. It's one of those. Sometimes we have to explain the you know OG before we get into that. This one, it's just Wolfman, and people go, "Yeah, Wolfman." Yeah, yeah. like I feel I, like there's I not feel that like much. somebody should. That's what should be the response. If somebody's like, "Oh, what, what Wolfman?" Uh, wh- it's, it's Wolfman. What? Yeah. What? Like, you haven't seen the Wolfman? Yeah, it's Wolfman. Yeah. Um. Ugh. <laughs> Everybody should know the Wolfman. Now, getting into the 2010 remake, I will say, I think they cast perfectly for that film. I will say that about this film. I think Benicio del Toro did a great job. They read him the saddest stories possible and then said and he's keeping up with the sad rolling. because he he's is keeping up with the sad I, I'm just gonna dive right into this man I, I well I had just seen it one time in the theater but the thing that I always got a kick out of this movie is that Benito del Toro throughout the entire movie is sad depressed tortured and then you have his dad Anthony Hopkins who loves the shit out of being. But that's held. That's held in restraint. He's, it it he's, is. But even when he's talking, he's like, my son has returned. I'm so happy. He's so, like, just full of the exuberance. And then you're like, oh, wow, dad's like, because, again, Benicio Del Toro's like, hey, dad, how's it going? He's like, oh, my son's returned. I'm so excited. And stuff like that. And you're like, oh, he's kind of, like, you know, energetic. And then he's like, you know what I love doing? Murder the fuck out of people. You know, like, he just. <laughs> It braces yeah. the shit out of how much he loves being a, a werewolf. But he, but he also braces the shit out of just being weird. Yeah, I know. Like, when he's, like, like especially when... What's you know, I face? murdered your mom, right? Like it's... But he, he killed his own son. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He gets two shits. So, like, his, you know, uh, Benicio Tor- Del Toro's character, he plays Lawrence Talbert, comes back because his brother was killed by an animal. Yeah. I'm like, that means this motherfucker... Killed his own fucking kid. Play got to play, man. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. That's I know. Not, yeah, no, it's fucked up, man. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's what you call home cooking. Yeah. Anyhow, uh... <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And so the widow, were they married or was his girlfriend? I I don't remember. I think it was his girlfriend. But it was a young uh, Emily Blunt. Yep, yep. One of her early roles. I want to hope 
I, I, I believe they were just girlfriend because like because okay. their tour is pretty fast and like what's up girl like yeah. you know he, and yeah. like I think like yeah. literally the day of the funeral he's like man sucks my brother hey, what's up hey girl what? like he is mourning his brother and then meets her and he's like you know maybe we should hang out I can help you through the grieving process it's like dead guys don't get stiff dicks I'm just saying yeah. anyway uh, <laughs> but again in a sad way like as yeah. much as I'm saying this he is not smooth at like all he's fuck. like you know like <laughs> we could hang out you're beautiful and everything like it's not smooth <laughs> at all it's like sad like pity dating alright so uh, like he stays so at some point in the movie you know obviously Lawrence well, Tyler learned gets, he had some he stayed he, in a uh, mental health institution for like a, a year right after he, because yeah because like his he went dad his, also Killed his mom? Yeah, he, well, he, what is his mom? Well, no, his mom killed herself. She yeah, did kill killed herself. Her, well, killed herself as in walks into the room. There's Anthony Hopkins, her hunched over with the fucking straight blade and, and or, you know, bleeding. And, oh, your mom killed herself. You know, like, a little suspect of that, I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> well, I think that he told her what was up and then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I'd rather not fuck a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> The beast within, come on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't want any pups. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, like, when she stays with him to help Larry get better, he's just, like, weird. Yeah. He's just a fucking weird dude. And I love how the dude, the housekeeper, know, you know, he's just got his fucking gun. He's cleaning his guns at night. I am. He's fucking, he's got, like, all these silver slugs for his fucking shotgun. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm going to take a head off with some silver. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, bro. Because um, if anybody's ever shot a slug through a shotgun, that shit does... A lot of damage. And this motherfucker had like 10 of them ready to go. And then, was it like a carnival or what was it that... Well, it was the... To, uh, um, which is Death, death Massacre. Well, so they used... So this the, this remake this remake is set in the same time period as the original one. So like you said, Victorian era, you know, uh, and the the phrase that was used to describe the phrase... It was the same as used in the original one, which was the gypsies. Yeah. Um, uh so there's traveling bands, you know, nomads. Yeah. Nomads is probably a better word to use, nomads. But they were looked upon a certain way. What this movie did was it really just added to, in a good way. Like, it shows, like, the scene in the bar where no one knows Lawrence Talbert because he's been gone for so long. After he got out of the institution, he became an actor. He's performing on the stage outside of this hole-in-the-wall area. And he's in the bar, and these people are talking shit about his mom. Yeah. You know, and like, saying, like, oh, and she's was, a whore. And there's <laughs> some, <laughs> some of those British dudes in there, like, like the yeah. big fucking mustache beard shit. Which like, has white dudes. Yeah. So they're like, oh, your mom's a whore. Your mother's a whore. Oh, hey! And, yeah, well, no, he shows up, and they don't know who he is, and he's, like, ready to fucking just go to town on him, dude. He's like, yeah. fuck you, my mom's not a fucking whore. And, like, just, <laughs> it was awesome. But it was because, you know, the typical skin color was more tan. Yeah, you know, brownish, you know, just from the the area that you know. But they were also, they, you know, they were nomadic. They traveled, and I don't know exactly the history or the lineage of the bloodline for people that were considered gypsies back then. But they were not white. Yeah. <laughs> so Benicio Toro was a mixed mud of sorts, and. They didn't notice this non-white dude just sitting in the fucking bar. Yeah. Like, how'd you not... Like, he's the only person that's not white. <laughs> They're just so heavy in conversation, like... <laughs> About how much of a whore's mom was. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... I thought that was and really And now that nightly thing when we bring up the whore. Yeah. You just wish you fucked her. That's what... That's the problem, see? You wish yeah. you... You just wish you'd have gotten a chance to hit her up before <laughs> his dad did. That's all. You're just mad. Anyway, I thought that was a really cool scene, adding that into it. 
and then just his reaction to it, how, like, he's dealt with that, like, you know, because it plays on, you know, it adds to the fact that, like, you know, he, he's, he technically saw his mom right after she killed herself. Yeah. Fucked him up. That's why he is the way he is now, pre-bite. And then he goes to see the gypsies. To, yeah, yeah, and that's when... What Ash Crest is about his brother. Yeah. He saw the bites, he saw the marks, he's like, that's well, an His animal. brother's body was fucked, like... Yeah, dude. It, like, he goes to see, like, they pull the cover off, and it's not, like, slightly. His brother's his body is fucked. Is, by the way, this is back when they uh, kept the bodies in the slaughterhouse, so the yep. smell wouldn't disturb anything. It smelled the same. <laughs> but that's where the he goes to, you know... Talk to the uh, the one woman fortune teller. Yeah, and there's and there's all the tents set up, and then there's the fucking wolf attack, and like starts just fucking. And this people is the difference up. we talked about before recording between the theatrical release yes. and the unrated and here's release. Here's the thing, and this is going to influence kind of when we get to the end of this. But you know, I'd only seen this one other time, and it was in the theater. I found a copy, unrated copy, like like a dollar. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll watch the unrated. Huge fucking difference and that's what made a difference for me too is like Huge i difference. saw it in theaters when it came out because i'm like oh fuck a wolfman again yeah. wolfman's my shit the actual release and i was like all right i'm <sighs> this is the the unrated version Yo, is dude. what should have been Yo, released the unrated is i think it would have changed people's opinion of the fucking movie yeah because i remember coming out and going eh, and because they there's a lot of cgi in this and not a lot of practical effects and you went how did that happen? And you realize, oh. They cut I, out the practical effects. The unrated version has all the fucking practical <laughs> effects in it. Dude, I mean, but you it's like you just see his, you see old Anthony Hopkins just tearing through fucking people, dude. It's not even, it's not even kind. Yeah. He's ready, he, he, there's a scene where Lawrence uh, protects his kid. Like, his dad's really about to just maul a fucking child. Yeah. Like, but it just shows him, like, just literally legs off of people fucking... There's the one scene, like I said, where he he jumps into one wagon and he like just just tacks this person and they fall out and there's just like flesh ripped off and hanging off of them, blood pouring and out. That's the thing, yeah. He you rips see them the back flesh, in, man. That's so fucking badass. Yeah, and he like rips them back in and someone comes to look in there and he just fucking reaches out with his claws, claw through the fucking bottom of the jaw and then pulls them in from his yep. bottom jaw. I mean, come on, that's and I so feel good. like what this the remake did was is everything that we camera turned away in the OG one what our imaginations were like oh man rip flesh ripping and all that they're like remember all the stuff you were thinking was happening when the camera didn't show you in the OG because they couldn't here we've inserted everything that you had in your imagination into this movie because it is yeah it's pretty hardcore but heads are getting fucking lopped off like it's yeah no like the 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 final scene when they, when people, sh- like, when people show up to, in, like, I guess, investigate the massacre. Yeah. Like, it looks like a meat factory. There's just, like, guts. I mean, literally, he, he there's a, there is a swipe shot where he swipes somebody and the guts just fall yep. out. Like, it's fucking hard, dude. And I love how, uh, and then after all these, you know, tons of motherfuckers murdered the fuck out of, like, uh, we should probably bring in somebody from Scotland Yard. So. Hence, uh, we get and the then a, we get Optimus Smith. Prime. We get Agent Smith, Smith, yeah. What was it, Agent Smith Optimus Prime? What the fuck was his bullshit name on Lord of the Rings? I don't know. He was like yeah. of, he was like the head elf. Yeah, the head elf. Yeah, head I don't know. The head elf. But he rolls up in Hugo there. Weaving. Hugo Weaving shows Hugo up. Weaving. But yeah. he's very Agent Smith, like, hello. Like just very like Well, this came hmm. out right after what, like three years after the last Matrix movie? Yeah. Ugh. I just love that fucking uh, uh Benicio was like, 
just giving it like they brings up the Jack the Ripper case like you can have as much success as you did with that motherfucker like yeah. there is some fucking how's my fucking cock taste like <laughs> like there's a cock contest going on man now I, I didn't you know what that's another thing I never did, I didn't expect Benicio del Toro and fucking Hugo Weaving having a fucking like yeah like back and forth like that dicks. Fucking, yeah that was awesome you're right because. Yeah, he didn't find he didn't find Jack the River. So, yeah. yeah. What makes you think you'd be good at this? How do you still have your job, by the way? Like, how did you? So, um, but yeah, uh, follow, he Benicio Toro like sees the monster and he follows him, and then because the kid ran away and yeah. the monster's following the kid and he's going to protect the kid. Well, in protecting the kid, he gets attacked and bitten by the wolf. And meanwhile, townspeople and other people from the nomad group show up and start shooting, and then the wolf runs away. So basically, they saved his life. But just being bit by a werewolf. Yeah. Eh. Well, and then, then we realized the next day when he's like, yeah, I got this really, my, my arm's all fucked. Oh, wait, no, it's good now. It healed, it healed on its own in one Look day. The scars, it's fine. Well, it's oh. great, yeah. Well, because, yeah, he gets sewed up, remember, by the uh, the one gypsy the, the, lady. Um, yeah, the uh, the fortune teller. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, like, so. They're like, why are you saving him? He's a beast. He's like, it's not us to blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, the thing, next you know. day, that shit fucking, like, well, I, don't, I guess, wow, am I, I guess I'm really good at healing. Like, no, it wasn't the next day. They showed like a lot of moons and suns. Okay, and, you know. I'm just saying. I remember the and, doctor being like, um, "Yeah, yeah, this, this, wow, this is better." He healed than really I quick because he, 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 because of the damage to the tendons, he didn't expect him to have any use of his arm. Yeah, it was within a, it was in like three weeks or so, because the closer it got to the next full moon, the stronger he got and the quicker he completely healed. And this, this is, I think, where then Anthony Hopkins kind of reveals. Is at this point where he's just like, "Hey, man, you know, you're you're part of the crew now. You're part of the yeah, well, you should, he, you're part of the real crew, all right? He, Your brother was a pussy. The basement, and he puts yeah. he tries to like you can lock yourself up, but you yeah. know, the beast will, will you, lock, you'll get whatever. out, man. Yeah, that's what we do. So I here mean, we, that's here what we werewolves do. Shitty fucking the CGI, CGI transformation. Fucking that transformation. One, that one at least is sort of in the dark. It still sucks, but then. Later, when oh, the he's very last on one? display at the fucking metal. Oh, at the, pr- at the metal institute. Yeah, that one because at least the first time it's very dark. Yes, you had the moonlight, but and it looks like shit. But they did full light, terrible transformation. Yeah, I I fucking hate that. The the CGI yeah. transformation is dog shit. All right, so let's the, just say that after the first transformation, you get a really good him going on a killing spree. He wakes up in a fucking tree. Yeah, but. Covered in blood. When yeah. He, and his dad wakes him up. And his dad, again, I think Alvin's being creepy as fuck. He's all giddy and shit. He's like, look at you. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, they got well, he's you. Made, and he's saying little hints like, the, you know, like not like cub, but just like, you know, you're, you're just growing up to be this the, the new man. Like, just little things here and there. He's like, I'm so... Anthony Hopkins lean. If, if there is one reason besides the, the practical effects, it's goddamn Anthony Hopkins. Truth. He fucking had a ball doing this. Yes. Because he's like, I'm done playing these uptight British roles. I'm going to play the fucking werewolf dad. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> he just loved the shit out of it, man. Yeah, and so. then he comes and gets arrested, and they're getting ready, and like he gets studied, and again, and you that's, have... That's the interesting thing, is that they kind of dissect and go, you know, you are holding back all this... This is a just a multi, almost multiple personality that you believe you're turning into. Yeah, a wolf. Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is they think it's just this mental disorder, and the, so they're studying him, and like you don't actually turn into a wolf, your brain it's a split yeah. personality, and then he's like, "See, I want to show to everybody." And he's like, "Oh, he's turning into." Well, a they wolf. don't realize it's been it's been about a month. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's a full moon now. Yeah, again, 
Uh, and it's convenient so. is that they set up a crowd. So, hey, let's all it's look buffet. at him. Turn into a fucking wolf. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're going to get the murder the fuck out of him. I will say that that... So, I mean, at the pretty much at the part where he transforms in the asylum, it, it, it that, that same, like, rhythm and energy goes through the rest of the movie. Yep. And that has got to be one of the greatest, like, chases, like, rooftop chases and... It was really, I thought it was really fun to see him, like, kind of, every once in a while drop down, like, murder somebody, and, like, getting just running through the rooftops, and Wait, the part away. With, like, where he's in, like, London and shit like that, like, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, because yeah, they brought him to London, he ran his way back to the, his yeah, castle. Tur- and turned into Victorian werewolf in London, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the the, the, the the final battle scene, where him and his dad, dude. Yeah, and uh, the Hopkins like, alright, motherfucker, it is on, and we get to see... Anthony Hopkins turned into a fucking werewolf. So good. Which again, there's things that I never knew that I needed, and I remember the first time I watched it, I went, "Yep, this, I need yep, this. All right, all right." But dude, they they literally wolf hug midair. That was awesome. Remember, like they jump at each other, and it's like ah, oof, and they yeah. grab each other and roll. Now again, this movie does suffer from some bad CGI. So the Ooh. final uh, decapitation of Anthony Hopkins in wolf form, turning because he's decapitated now, turning back to human form. And the head rolling on fire, and that was—it was painful. Yeah, it was painful. Yeah, it was. It was, it was pretty bad. It's <laughs> like the money ran out for certain CGI effects, and like, I mean, you don't have to look exactly like Anthony Hopkins, right? You can just look sweet and like, all right, yeah, you can't do that. If it's, no, but some note, some actor we're not familiar with, you might be able to get away with, but it does not look like motherfucking Anthony Hopkins, all right? It looked terrible. Yeah. So the final battle when they're still alive in in the castle. Was awesome. The castle catches on fire, so you've got this awesome backdrop of this father, son, wolf fucking going at it. Yep. He kills daddy. He fucking and he rolls out of the castle, and you know the castle's burning in the background to the fucking ground, like the death of the legacy of the Talbot name. And but like what really shined for this too, I mean, outside of the whole rooftops of London, you know, was the 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 woods, the scene in the woods, like the way the lighting was done for yeah. him as a wolf. Because meanwhile. You know, when he when he transformed, he was wearing a three-piece. So, you know, well, not three-piece. He was wearing, you know, slacks, a white shirt, and a vest. So they kind of added to the traditional Wolfman look. But I gave him that extra layer over top of him. Yeah. Um, to really, like, kind of a, a really bring home the fact that he is, a dude, he is like, a Wolfman. Yeah. Right? At least that's what I thought. But, like, you know, the, the adding to the fact that between both the werewolves, they, they drop down on all fours to run... You know, where in the original one, it's just him, like, kind of walking through the woods. You know? yeah, it's I just, mean, I mean, they, like, they were, you know, you just, you're not going to get Lon Chaney to, like, look hop on him. Crouch down a little bit, but you don't have to get on all fours, all right, Yeah, man? yeah, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, just do, 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 do what just, you can just do. Just looking like a little yeah. bit, like, you almost want to go on all fours, but you don't have to, man. Exactly. I mean, we're not going to do that. You might rip your outfit, all right? <laughs> but in this one, you know, they just show him going through the fucking woods and... The way they shoot out, I mean, it's dark except for the moon. Like, I thought it was a really well shot up to the ending and, like, how, you and know. this is where Agent Smith and, uh, I guess, new new woman, like, Emily Blunt. Well, Emily Blunt, remember, yeah. he can only be killed by someone who loves him. Yeah. So, in the same ending in the it's original where. Well, he attacks, because he attacks Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. And then. Bites him. Yeah, bites him. Huh. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. Emily Blunt's like, "All right, you fucked up, dude. Let me get the gun." <laughs> like, yeah. Right, let me, so she's like, "Let he, me do he what I need to do." Crawls on top of her and is like, just snarl. Like it was a really sh- fucking creepy shot. And I yeah. guess this beast like 
foaming at the mouth to destroy you, and she shoots him right in the heart with the, with the, with the silver bullet, and that killed him. And I thought that was a really well-done shot, but then leave it open when, like, you know, it's so cheesy. Hugo yeah. Weaving looks up at the moon. Yeah. And it it's just, like, it ends. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, you know, they were like, here we go. And then the movie didn't do other boxes. went, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, never mind. Okay. Well, and there you go. See, the unrated version of this film is a killer. And if they had done that in theaters, they would have had enough, they would have gotten a green light for a sequel. Yeah, I think so. And that, and that's weird because I think this is the first time, most of the time, the theatrical and the unrated, there's a few things here or there. It's a, but it's this like, one, this it's like 12, 15 minutes, I will dude. say the theatrical, it's slow-paced. Yes, Anthony Hopkins, but it's slow-paced and it's a lot of CGI and not a lot of gore. It's not worth your, really to watch. It's that unrated where, yes, it's it's the same movie, just... But you can deal with the slow pacing because you know you get some payoff fucking kills in it. So, yes, the only the unrated, yeah. in my opinion, is a fucking killer. Yes, the theatrical release could fuck off. I only own the unrated. Yeah. Like, that's so... I, like I said, I just watched I just watched the unrated, and it's come, it's it's changed my opinion on it. Because I, again, have such an appreciation for Daddy were, Werewolf, but besides that... It's, you add in the carnage that he now you, now you actually get some cause. again like why do they take out practical effects from the theatrical release? Fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid, and I really wish they had released the unrated so we could have gotten like I mean Hugh Weaving as a werewolf would been kind of cool. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, because they I don't think they know really right off the bat that it is a bite. He might. I think Hugo knew. But oh, why knows. would he? Why would he say? He's got that. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, 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 yeah motherfuckers. <laughs> So I, I just think that it, it would have been really cool to see him as a werewolf, um, but we didn't get that. <sighs> but no, the, the, again, find the unrated version, watch it. It it's such it's, and like I said, there's still gonna be slow. Backing parts. off what you said, backing up what you said, like usually if you look, like I've when I've done, oh the unrated version, cool, and it's like oh there's a two minute difference. What the fuck did they add? And then this movie literally it's like twelve to fifteen minutes more in runtime. Yeah. Between the theatrical and the unrated, that tells me that oh, like, and then when you then once you watch it, like, oh no, literally they cut out all the good stuff, they just ripped it out of the movie. Yeah. So and that's the thing. It was directed by like Joe Johnson, and I'm curious if like he's like, all right, we are jumping because he's not known for you know he did Rocketeer, the for, uh, cat, first Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. So like it's he's kind of generalized kind of action stuff like that, but I think like he's like all right. I'll, I'll, I'll go into the horror genre. It's going to be some fucking badass kills. And then that version got theatrical release. It's like, what, what happened to the fucking face ripping and all that shit? And like, oh, oh, you didn't include that. Okay. And and then people were like, your movie fucking sucks. He's like, no, no. I don't fault. think you understand. It's there, not my fault. There was a badass shit that was supposed to be in the fucking movie. It's not my fault. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and as always... Uh, Hit us up at lowdownbrown.gygmail.com. Let us know what you think. If you've seen the theatrical release and you're like, you agree, you're like, no, that shit sucks. Have not seen the unrated version, or you have seen the unrated version. Either way, hit us up. Let us know. Give us feedback. What you think? Is it was it worth was the extra 15 minutes of basically gory special effects of practical effects worth it? Uh, we think it was. Yeah. <laughs> and just give us. Give, give, we'd love to hear everyone's opinion on that. And as always, go to gypodcast.com. 
check out our links, click on Amazon link. Uh, it'll take you to Amazon to shop like normal. We just get a little bit of a kickback. Much appreciated. Um, Cause yeah, the shit costs money and, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, the, ne- the other link to check out on our links tab would be our link to T public where all the merch is for all the shows under the network, tons of fucking designs. You should be seeing if not already, uh, some yearly releases that come out around Halloween and pretty much stay through the end of the year. Nice. Um, and then they go away. So you only get, you got a limited time to get these, get these designs. So keep your eye out on our T public page. And then while you're on geopockets.com, definitely check out all the other shows under the network. There is something for everybody. Every show's different, but it's all great content. And until next time, always embrace the madness. studios that keep rehashing the same things only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse join mike the hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots remakes and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite tv and film properties ideas like a john waters he-man movie fantastic for the musical and aliens done entirely with marionettes what podcast would bring this evil upon the world this is smack my pitch up available anywhere you get your podcasts Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.